Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It's season nine, and it's episode 49. Wow, that's a lot of episodes. We're going to have even more episodes in this one than ever before, aren't we? I know, I know. And those those are the sound. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Bring a friend. It's George. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, George. Where are you, and what are you doing? Good evening, Sean. I am in my living room recording a podcast with you. Where were you 15 minutes ago, though? I was waiting in a living room, ready to record. No, you weren't. You sent us a picture of a park with a beer. Oh, no, that was more than 15 minutes ago. Come on. That was about half an hour ago. I was walking the dog, and he wasn't that interested in running around. And there's new day- news agents around the corner. So I went and got myself a drink, and we sat down in the park for a bit. Yeah, like a like a wino. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, on a Monday <laughs> night. <laughs> it was a rumble, actually. It was a rumble. Yeah. Yeah, it was rum. rum yeah, coat. in the Outer Hebrides. Anyway, uh, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Jonathan, how are you, and what are you doing? I'm very well, and I'm in my loft recording a podcast with your good self, Sean. Good. And last but not least, uh, good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, Nigel. Where are you, and what are you doing? I'm in my shed. There you go. It gets yeah. shorter and shorter each yeah. week. Um, More like a jumble salt, to be fair, at the moment. It needs to tidy up. So... We've got a game of football after 106 days, no, seven, eight days. I can't work out anymore since the 6th, 7th of March. It was 105 days when we played the game. We we played a game of football. Was it worth the waiting? Um, let's start with you, George, because we haven't heard from you for a long time. Let's, let, let's have a synopsis of the game from you. Uh, well, um, um... I didn't watch it. <laughs> Three months you didn't watch it. 
Uh, no, I watched some of it, but um, it was a nice afternoon. The sun was out, so I sat in the garden and had a couple of beers and just poked my head in every now and again. Um, but I've watched the highlights and seen the goals, and it doesn't seem like much has changed after 100 and whatever many days. Um, we still don't show much going forward, and it looked a bit calamitous at the back at times, and I think especially their their first goal, just looked very easy. I know it took a while to break break us down in that sense and they had to bring on Traore, but literally one of his first touches, wasn't it? He just ran past, put the ball in, unchallenged, header goal. So um, I'll definitely be watching tomorrow night against Tottenham and I don't expect the result to be any different. I know we just talked about that before. Oh, that's because it's a night game and the sun's not shining. Exactly, yet. yeah. yeah, And it's a weeknight. That uh, doesn't stop me. Um, you said... You know, we start as same old, same old. We start as we meant to go on. But I, I thought when we stopped a long time ago, where after we played Liverpool and uh, uh, Arsenal, we'd started to sort of pick up our form. Um, the, the West Ham I saw on Saturday weren't the same ones that, that played against the Emirates and lost 1-0 against Arsenal, though. What what did you think of the lineup that boys picked? Uh, it didn't surprise me, to be honest. I mean, the only surprise was Declan Rice, wasn't it? Not just playing at centre-back. Um, yeah, and Gakia starting as right back. Yeah, I suppose as well, especially given the contract situation with him. Um, the fact that they're persevering with him did surprise me as well, I guess. Um, and, and Anderson and um, and uh, Antonio up front. Yeah, well, they're not. He's not strong. Well. Neither of them are, are they? So, no. Who thought that would work? Well, he well. thinks he's done it before with an Altovich. Maybe he thinks he can turn any uh, midfielder into a striker. Maybe. Maybe. Well, it, it can't. Is that a bad anyway, tomorrow? He's not, no. No, he's no, not even training at the moment. I'm doing an injury update later, but okay. but no. Um, Let's speak to your father. Um, Jonathan. Yes. Did you watch the game? I did, pretty much. Um, pretty much or all of it? Well, I was in the same situation as George, to be fair. I had some friends around. Uh, George was actually with us, and we were we were we had it on, socially distanced on in our living area. Mm-hmm. But, um, after the first ten or fifteen minutes, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of the football since it started and since it's come back. I All right. tried to watch a bit of it, but if it's you know, I'm finding it hard to engage if it's not West Ham, and then yeah. I sort of I put it on. And I tried to, I watched it first with the crowd sound, but that just got a bit of a noise. So I then tried it without the crowd sound. And it was just, just a frustrating watch, wasn't it? It was just, uh, I was just getting wound up and it, I haven't been wound up for three months. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah my blood I, pressure went up a bit. I just like... I, I thought it was a bit like a pre-season game. It, there just seemed to be no intensity from West Ham. Well, they were all over us, weren't they, at the beginning? All over us. Um, I, I don't understand the Ngaki. What, what's the point of that? Um, to start a team with no striker again, you know, that's just typical. Well, you had Jetty and Silver on the bench, but again, uh, and I'm, I guess we'll talk about this later, but five subs. I don't know, stat attack from uh, Nigel, maybe. I think every manager's used all five subs, except for David Moyes, or is that just my perception? I've got no idea. But I'll just... You know, no, Nigel will tell us later. But yeah, go on. No, um, no striker. Um, I mean, D- 
Diop all of a sudden, you know, if anyone offers my big money for him, I think they should let him go. I mean, he seems to have lost all kinds of form or interest. Anderson, he's just got no confidence in the man whenever he picks up Don't the ball. start me on Anderson. You just, I've just lost all confidence in that, in him as a player. Um, Antonio, he's a really good at trying. He has a good go. He's got a lot of heart, a lot of effort, but he's another one who his control is lacking. So, he, you know, you know, every time he get, picks up the ball six out of ten times, he'll probably lose it. So the whole thing, it was just, it's just annoying to watch. So when the second goal went in, I pretty much sat in the garden and carried on with the social as opposed good to... Good goal though, wasn't it? It was a good goal, yeah. It was a good goal. Their first goal was a good goal. Was a, he, I mean, Traore done him, put the ball across. Diop made a bit of an effort, but it was a good finish. And it's just a frustrating watch, wasn't it? It was just annoying. Well, Diop has given some words of wisdom. Words of Do you wisdom. want to hear them? Yeah. Gareth, Gareth. We yeah. have to find a new level and win games. We need to score goals and keep clean sheets and give more. I think it's easy to say, but it's hard to do. But it's, yeah, but it's just like... Words <laughs> of wisdom. I mean, Diop has looked good. He now looks terrible. I mean, Suchek, he, he came in, he looked pretty good for the first two or three games we see him play. He was pretty anonymous on, on sort yeah. of Saturday, you know. He didn't, yeah. It, I mean, the only, the only people that really... And we did, a um, obviously, a, a player ratings and... It won't surprise you to know the top was Declan Rice by a long way, um, and and re- followed by Fabianski, who, who really didn't have a lot to do beyond you know you can't blame him for two goals, but everything else came straight at him. But ser- um, seriously, and I, and I thought Noble put a shift in, but apart from that, I didn't see who was playing for the badge. Well, I mean, if if Ogbonna's injured, is, is seriously our only option is to put Rice in there? Is it? Is is that really where we're at? Yeah. You know, well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't rate the general of the name I can't pronounce. So uh, he, uh, he, he, you know, give it, give that shows you. You got Belbrainer. Yeah, that's right. That's not bad. Yeah. But yeah, you, um, you know, had no haller, so we have to play a winger up Lair. front. It's just, it's the whole thing. Um, I've been saying Sa- Suchek, but apparently it's Sauchek as well. Oh. Yeah. There you not go. that we worry about. So, yeah, I wasn't best impressed. I'm Overall, not, not, disappointed. Yeah, not best depressed. Impressed or not? No, not depressed. You know, and, and I think Nigel said it last week, you know, we're, like, we're not likely to win for the next three games. It's the last three yeah. or four games is where it's all happening. So, hopefully, okay. they get to get able to put in some performances before then and we start playing. But if we don't, we're, we're down, aren't we? And it, yeah, you know, it could really happen. I, th- I think the only great thing about it, and a senior source uh, shared these words with me, that there are possibly three shitter teams than we are. You know, Norwich looks like they're down. Yeah, uh, Bournemouth were atrocious and look like they're down. Uh, and I'm not convinced about Villa. You know, Villa didn't look that great on the first game against um, Sheffield United, and, and while they scored first. You know, they pretty much collapsed against Chelsea, although I must admit I didn't see all that game. Well, uh, and they've got some tough games. 
they didn't deserve. Sorry, to score. they didn't deserve to score that goal anyway. No, that's what I um, I, I got told. It was against yeah. run the play. Yeah, you could, but, mean, that, could great. that could that could well be our saving grace. Yeah, we we finish seventeenth because three shit three teams are shit the the shit we are. But it basically. wouldn't be the first time that's happened, would it? No, no. Um, anything more to say before we bring in um, the football mind of Shedman? Uh, no, I've got nothing more to say. Thank you. N- Nigel, did you uh, actually tear yourself away for Bundesliga long enough to watch the West Ham game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do watch Bundesliga now more than you do the Premier League. Be honest. How many games have you watched the Bundesliga in the last week since we last recorded? And how many Premier League games? Uh, I think I watched. No, I've probably uh, done Premier League slightly. So since we last recorded, um, I watched the highlights of a couple of Bundesliga games because I was working Saturday. They all played Saturday afternoon, but I was really busy Saturday because it was Father's Day with my deliveries. Um, so no, this week was yeah, this week probably Premier League because. I watched two Wednesday night. I watched two Friday night. I watched us and then had the Bournemouth game on Palace while I was doing Irons United show uh, game review. Then I've watched uh, Liverpool-Everton yesterday. So I missed that. But I've watched, a, I mean, but, yeah, um, watching, but I mean, Bundesliga is coming to an end. Yeah, that's what I hear, yeah. Uh, Cologne have uh, managed to stay up. Werder Bremen look like they're going to fall. Offenheim, uh, I think, going to the playoffs, uh, probably against Hamburg, who should uh, who look like they're going to miss out automatic. Um, I mean, field have been promoted into the Bundesliga. And fortunately, Osnabrück have... By hook or by crook, managed to stay up. Dynamo Dresden drop into the third tier. Anyway, it's not a German football podcast. No. Although I will say it really helped me in Super Six. I'm now second, two points off the lead, yeah. mainly due to just putting one nil away wins for for Bundesliga for for the few weeks it was there. Let's hear about. The, let's bring it back to the London Stadium, Fortress of Steel. What was your view on the two nil? Fortress of, Fortress of Scaffolding. Well, I mean, I've I wondered how, because both teams were fresh, they would either both be poor. I, you know, I didn't think it was going to be an exciting, exhilarating game, and it weren't. The substitution of bringing on Triore changed it for us. I mean, you just you could see him warming up. You know, that man's been busy in lockdown because he, he, he was like, you know, he was a pound of flesh before. He's now like four pound of flesh. He he's proper like big lad. Isn't he? He's had some yeah. injury problems, though, hasn't he? With well, his shoulder or possibly something? they. You know, when they have all their muscles, I think Antonio's had since he bulked up has had more injury um, problems with muscle tears and whatever. But I suppose you've got more muscles to tear. You're going to tear them, aren't you? I mean, fortunately, I don't have that trouble. Uh, that's why I don't have muscles. Uh, anyway, um, it was his substitution that turned the game. It, it was almost like a carbon copy, not so much of of the first time we played them when they came into the Premier League two years ago, in that they brought Taylor on as a sub and he outpaced Creswell and scored a 93rd minute winner back in that game. This time, he's outpaced Creswell 
got the ball across. That I think they've targeted Creswell with that. The thing with with Alls and Chiore is that I think they've realised that he does when he plays from the beginning, he drifts in mm. and out of games and gets yeah, lost. Where if they bring him on for give him half hour, like thirty five minutes, he turns games their way. There was a great stat that came up that Wolves had scored twenty goals in the first sixty minutes of games, but twenty one goals in the last half hour of games. And it was bowled out there. You know, I predicted we'd lose. We lost. He did. You know, it weren't a surprise to me. I mean, the only thing is, is that when Bournemouth kicked off for about eight minutes, we were in the bottom three, which I wasn't expecting, yeah. you know, to fall that early, that quick. There's been some strange results going on. I I, I heard what you've said about... wins as well. I mean, it's not exactly. I mean, it's been some home yeah. wins, but... Quite a few away wins, you know. Yeah, I, but, but I mean, as far as um, Mr. Senior Sauce, um, I get what he's saying because I've looked at it and you think, right, well, Norwich are down and they're not really good. Villa, I think they've got a problem up front. They, they've got no goals in them up front. They've got no real decent striker, to be fair. Bournemouth had Josh King and Callum Wilson, who were off form, but if they found form, you'll get your goals. Well, Josh King got kicked out of the Palace game uh, by a Gary Cahill tackle, which I thought was a fair tackle, to be fair to Cahill. But King's out. I don't know if he's done his ankle ligaments or what, leaving them Callum Wilson. So they've got a chance of a firepower there, possibly, if they can start finding their form. Mm. I thought we had Haller that gave us a chance, but then he's out, but hopefully he'll be back. Yeah. So, he won't be back. He should be back for Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, but he's I mean, not training Do you know what? I wouldn't risk him. I'd, I'd be looking at the next games. I, would, I wouldn't mm. want to risk him because... I'd, I don't think O'Bonner's going to be back tomorrow. And certainly Snodgrass, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but Snodgrass is out, it looks That's like. That's dangerous season. though, isn't it, Nigel? It's just going to send us into a spiral of losses. Well, see, it, it's funny because I, I think back to... Um, I know we'll we'll anyway, but... As, as, as Not what, me. As what Sean said, um, as what Sean said earlier about saving ourselves for the later games. Something that I said before, that or I think it was John that brought it up. That you know we're going to lose these three games probably, but let's do it. It reminds me of when we went down under Avram Grant, and the, um, we had some very difficult games. But under Avram Grant, our last three games were. Aston Villa at home, Wigan away, Sunderland at home. And I, I, I always kept the faith that, don't worry, we'll get to them three games and we'll beat Villa, we'll beat Wigan, and then we'll do what we need to do against Sunderland. And we'll stay up with those points. And Villa, it's not my phone, Villa we drew, Wigan we got beat, and we were down by the time we turned up to Sunderland. Everyone Grant had been sacked and we got beat 3-0. And there is that worry that... Even though the last four games, three of the last four games are games really that we're targeting to win. If we keep losing week in, week out, we're going to have been such a shot mindset when we walk into the first of those three games, which I think is the yeah. Watford one, that, you know, it, it could be, you know, mm, not very good. Hmm. Okay, well. What, what did you I think, Sean? Was a... you, was, you were there, weren't you? I, I... <laughs> I was not there. 
there was a there was a rumor going around on Twitter that I was uh, I had an amber pass and I nasty was there. people. But um, as Canning Town Lem put, he put an animation up. Um, I wanted to be on my own, so I went on the Irons United uh, uh, watch along, which was like watching paint dry and going, yeah. Uh, and especially the problem is, I had I was using my Now TV pass, and I also had it on Sky Mobile on my phone. Everybody watching along had it on at a different, you know, because of the way that the internet works. Some people watching on Sky, some on Now TV, some on Virgin. It's all a different, you know, few, some a few seconds before, some, you know, so someone go, oh, what's happening? Oh, and then it would be like a ripple effect. So watch along was quite difficult. Um, uh, sorry, Irons United. I don't think I'll be repeating a, another watch along. No, uh, I, I, I went on. on for the last... 10, 15 minutes, we were already 1-0 down. My stream was two minutes behind everyone else's. So the second That's because you don't pay for it, but that's another story. Second goal went in. <laughs> the second goal went in. And, it's uh, come from Bulgaria. The, the, <laughs> I think I'm bankrolling Newcastle United's new owners. But anyway, uh, yeah, and I'm still, I had two minute wait until <laughs> I got to see the second goal. It was yeah. terrible. So, yeah, you know, when you think, I think I've got to avoid that. Um, the watch along, but going back, John, I think you know we, when we heard about Alaire being out, Ogbonna, which we knew about, we knew Masiaka. I'm going to do the injury update in a minute. Um, I'm not sure he had a lot of other choices who to pick. Uh, the the only that, exception was that I would have Masiaku there. You just said. Um, what did what did you say? Was that Lionel Masiaku? You just said Masiaku. Masuaku. Oh, um, I think the only one I would have maybe I, I would have bung on a I would have given one of the kids a chance either a Jetty who who'd scored a in the practice game or or Young Silver I would have tried to make be break the deadlock but it it almost seemed to me that he was it set up for the draw it seemed a bit Sam Allardyce going well we ain't gonna we haven't got our striker we're not gonna win this so let's let's hold out for a nil nil draw and I think you know. That was working at half time, but we all knew everybody was saying when Traore came on, you know, what we they scored within seven minutes, didn't they? Well, the lucky I, enough, I, I had him in my dream I'll team. Argue that because this seemed to be the one thing is it, it, losing, yeah, the performance at the end of the day, there was no closing down, there looked to be a distinct lack of effort by the people at the front. Now, when you play in a draw, you've got to defend from the front. And the people at the front seem to do no closing down whatsoever. Jogging. They were jogging. Yeah. yeah. So, just give you a little stat attack. I don't know if you know, but when, when we started off, it started at um, nil, it started nil. at 72%. Oh. In the first, sort of halfway through the first half, um, Wolves had 72% possession. It seemed all a one-way traffic. So West Ham ended up with 42% because in the last 20 minutes or probably last half an hour when the goals came, we at, we opened up a bit. So 58% Wolves, 42 West Ham, 10 shots for Wolves, six on target, seven shots for West Ham, just two on target. And there lies the problem. Apparently on Mac, BBC Match of the Day, um, Gary Lineker made out that Wolves were lucky and it was a bit of a smash and grab and the Wolves fans are not very happy about that. 
because it wasn't. <laughs> Let's no. be honest. Um, but you know, Wolves Wolves are a good team, and they showed. Some someone texted me, and I agree with this. He said Wolves look twenty percent fitter and 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 five yards faster, and there there was some truth for that. As the game went on, we looked tired and you know, more tired and our players look more knackered. I look tired and uninterested, Sean. That's what they look. Well, uninterested, you're you're right. The only people, and as I say, I repeat, Declan Rice, despite he he apparently wants to go to Chelsea, looked like he was playing for the badge, but looked knackered when he came off at half-time. And uh, and Mark Noble, who, who, again, will always play for the badge. But you're right, the rest of them look disinterested. Um. Talking about hammers, just before I'm going to talk about three quick news stories. But did you see Roberto played his second game? Done well in La Liga. We pulled off some saves. <laughs> he, let in, the, he let in six goals. So, oh yeah. So the the keeper was uh, sent off in the game against Espanyol, and um, he came on on I think the 18th minute, conceded a goal within the first 10 minutes, conceded two on his first least responsible for one and at the weekend second game in between the six sticks and uh Alvarez and <laughs> in six so they lost six nil he's doing well eight uh, conceding eight goals in two games isn't he and we're still paying 75 percent of his wage is 30 grand a week wages but anyway um I don't think we will be getting many offers for for the young uh 34 year old um in the news, quickly, before we're going to move on to... Um, there's been a story in the Daily Mail, repeated by the Daily Star, that um, American wealthy investor Albert Tripp Smith is um, formulating a West Ham takeover. The story calls him a billionaire. The story says he's head of Blackstone. And the story says that West Ham have a covenant... Um, which the West Ham owners have a confidence that uh, is released next March. Um, Those three things run true. He's not a billionaire. He's not listed on Forbes. And he is not um, head of Blackstone. He he, he stepped down at the end of 2018. Um, And that that covenant they talk about is not till March 2023. I spoke to a senior senior source who said the, the story was nonsense and completely made up. It's what people want to believe, eh, Nigel? Well, you know, people are going to cling on to it, aren't they? Yeah. Not me. Uh, I don't believe it, to be fair, sadly. In, in, especially when you, see, when, you, when you see Sullivan with his mask and you sort of look at him and just say, oh, please. Yeah, it, it was funny, you know, gold trying to put on a mask and he put it. I've seen people, right, they wear it over their chin or, or just over their mouth and you go, you really haven't got the hang of a mask. If if you're going to just wear it and not it put it over your Daniel, nose. Daniel Levy was doing that, wasn't he? Was it Daniel Levy? He was did, he? He had his mask on around his mouth, but it's his nose out. Them masks look crap, them West Ham masks. The, the claret you haven't ordered one for your collection. don't look like the right blue to me for a start. And, uh, you know, and it, it does look a bit gash. And, and to be fair, the picture of him putting it over his eyes as well. Did look like he was sniffing <laughs> a pair of Brady's knickers, to be fair. Yeah, oh, like... disrespectful. <laughs> oh, True. Anyway, 
Uh, injury update. So, so, as you know, Alaire is injured. He got injured on Wednesday in training at Rush Green. He's got a groin injury. He's going to miss Spurs, hopefully back for Chelsea. Ogbonna has been revealed he's got a hamstring injury. He's had a hamstring injury since we've come back. I don't know how he did that, um, but I think he had it even before he started training. So he hasn't been training every day, but he has been training in the last week. So I don't think he'll be back for tomorrow's Spurs, but I do think he'll be back for Chelsea. Um, Robert Snodgrass twisted his ankle, got a bad back, and they think he's got a, a disc problem. Um, uh, and David Moyes has admitted today that he is unlikely. Uh, it could be out for long term. So I, I think it's a shame because I think he plays with passion, but I think he's out for the season. Um, who else was missing? Uh, Masuaku, probably a lot of people don't care. He's got a knock. He's out. Um, Zabaleta also got a knock, not available for selection, but obviously Carlos Sanchez and Zabaleta, both contracts run out in nine days' time on the 30th of June. I don't see either of them playing again. I don't see any of them uh, being part of our um, uh, our end of the season. So I think that's Zabaleta and, and Sanchez gone. Um, other players, and, and I'll get back to Ngakia, the other players that are not apparently match fit, Jack Wilshere today, David Moyes said, is is basically has not had enough minutes, although he's not missed a day's training. Uh, same with Ryan Fredericks. He came on on, I think, the 81st minute. Uh, so he got nine minutes behind his belt. But after a long injury, Moyes is saying he's not ready. Same with Ben Johnson. Uh, David Moyes said today, look, he needs to get a lot more minutes behind his belt before he gets close back to what he was a year ago. And that, John, is why Ngakia started. It wasn't anything to do to try and persuade the boy. It wasn't anything to do with, uh, you know, strange start. He, he felt that he had no one else to start. He, you know, Zabalet is injured. Um, unless he was going to put Antonio's right back. He's got to start Fredericks. He's just got to start him. Well, he's he, he can't. Be, apparently, if he's fit enough for the bench, he's fit enough to start. Well, he didn't. He started it for nine minutes, and, oh, yeah, and I think it will be same. His view him. is it's a nine, it's nine games, and he he's got Angakia for two of them. So Angakia can play tomorrow, but he can't play against Chelsea because it's the day after his contract expires. But my my final bit is on Angakia. He says. We're, we're carrying on to negotiate. We're not going to give up. Hour by hour, we will negotiate right to the very end. I understand his agents, uh, Alex Bell from Player Works, is touting him around the um, uh, Premier League. Uh, you know, he's been offered to Norwich, who strangely will be in the Championship almost definitely, who can't afford his services. He's been offered to Watford. Obviously, he's been linked with Spurs and Arsenal and Crystal Palace as well. Um, but I, I have a funny feeling. We we might have a light, late, late twist in this. That his his manager thought, oh, sorry, his agent thought he was going to get a particular price for him, but he's finding he's not getting that price. You know, per week, and he may come back between with his tail between his legs and, and take the deal on offer from West Ham. I don't know. That's 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 my own thought. Not not any inside. All I know is. Ngaku was offered a three-year permanent deal, a basic that was quite decent for the level he is, a very decent um, starting 
performance uh, sorry uh, appearance bonus and automatic pay rises at 10 15 and 20 whether the 19 year old will stay well we know in eight days time won't we um although i think it, i have a feeling when's the 23rd tomorrow i have a feeling he has to make his decision by the 23rd he's, he's got to register seven days before if he's, he's going to remain a west ham player from for registration purposes well, I'm not um, sure about that. Surely we can re-sign him. If anyone can sign him on the fir- on the first of July, well, surely we could sign him on the first of July. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Um, it might be someone else. Be able, it it might be he might not be able to play because technically they've been out of contract, days. and they may say it's a new well, yeah, you, you when you buy a player, you have to register them. So that's right. So I think it's about registration. But can you in this in this the batch of games in July can you if you sign a free agent on July the 1st is he available to play yes we're not straight away within the normal however many days it takes to register a player a free agent can be signed at any time Hmm. I thought it was 48 hours but anyway yeah uh you might be right I don't know I'll look up the rules uh that's all I have on news, cut down version, because we're talking about football. I know you wanted to mention a couple of things quickly before we go to uh, question time, Nigel. Yeah, so Mark Ranatovic has moved into the gin business. Uh, I know you're all excited about that. And instead, <laughs> he was influenced by England, uh, but his Worth heart my, is in Austria and Serbia as well. But also in releasing or bringing out his Jenny gave an interview where he said he, he originally intended to reunite with West Ham in gen, January, but it was all uh, put, Bullshit. blocked. Uh, well, this is what he said due to the coronavirus in China. I don't believe uh, it. Knocked everything up in the air. I'm, I'm just a messenger, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but yeah. I at the time. There you go. So anyway, learning from you. The next up is what are the Germans now who are ahead of us in releasing from lockdown? What are they doing to get fans back in the ground? Well, this is what the German interior ministers said, that they're looking at the start of the new season when it starts, that football grounds can partially be reopened. But basically, because of distancing requirements, it only means a maximum of 20% stadium capacity. Uh, The tickets will probably be personalised. So it won't be your season ticket. It'll have to be your ticket with a photograph on. So only you will be able to use that ticket. And they think that this will happen until a vaccine's found. Yeah. Also, I, I see a similar thing happened at yeah. uh, Premier League. And I, I spoke to the chair of uh, the London Stadium Safety Advisory Group, Sheila Roberts from Newham Council. Uh, they had an emergency meeting. And I spoke to her before the meeting. I spoke to her after the meeting. I asked her this exact question. And she said, look, we will look at government advice on capacity when it's available and make a decision for the safety of all um, stadium users. Um, But I think they will have no, they're the ones who hold the power on how many people can be allowed in the stadium. And whether football likes it or not, I don't see, um, certainly for the first half of the season, uh, full crowds back in stadiums. Now, one thing that don't affect us is, in Germany, near enough, every top division uh, ground has got terracing. Now, they will not be out to open, which is a big thing for yeah. Dortmund because they have one of the biggest terraces going. 
But the problem is, as well, is is that there is one part of the ground, and this is what comes back to us, that is possibly easier to maintain social distancing, and that is in the corporate areas. And the fact that they're high revenue for the clubs, that it's possible the clubs may be looking to try and maximise the people in the corporate areas and get them in first. Now, if that's replicated over here, what do you reckon? um, I can see that. As I said before, there's no better stadium for social distancing than London Stadium. (laughs) The seats are wider apart. We've got more seats than than we need, 66,000 for 60,000 capacity. You know, it, let's it's just built say for social distancing. Right, let's say they 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 limit it to thirty percent capacity, yeah, but they allow because they can do it sixty five percent capacity in the corporate. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you think that's right? That's why it is, isn't it? Like, so that's, that's so it is. you don't have a problem with that? No. no. What do you reckon, boys? John, George, quick. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to disagree with Sean, aren't we? Let's face it. <laughs> Let's be honest, yeah. <laughs> it's where the money comes from. Oh, Look, fuck. follow the money. Show me the money. That's so what pays for... It might it probably never happen. You look at Germany now, they're... Their R rate is up to three in it. Yeah, but because yeah, but they... on, only because abattoir though, John, because they've got that cluster of the abattoir and there's no infection elsewhere. That's that film, they, isn't they, it? Six hundred and fifty people, thousand <laughs> one abattoir got the, infected, with, didn't they? With the blue butchers, That's it, yeah. <laughs> all them blue butchers, the Smurf butchers are going round. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the thing that Germany's got that we ain't is proper test and trace. Uh, um, uh, we're we're getting that now, though. We know that they yeah, they, yeah like, we're they, they can't one. make an app. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's not turn this political, boys. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, there you go. That's the Wait. end of the news bit. So crack on. Time for this. Facebook, Twitter, questions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. Time. Where you, time, 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 the, you, the eight listeners, get to ask Nigel questions of fact or fiction, and he will attempt to do amusing voices, which sometimes border on racism. 
going to say that. <laughs> try not to offend everybody listening. So try not to affect any uh, uh, offend any Welsh people this week. Nigel, over to you. Yes, uh, a pre-prepared statement that I have made that apparently it's been pointed out to me that possibly uh, I could be upsetting people with what I do. And if that is the case, I would just like to say I don't really care. Um, it's a free country. Feel free to complain, and I will take that complaint. And if I think your complaint is right, I will agree. And if not, I will mock you more like I did with that idiot yesterday who thought I was taking a rise out of Welsh people. <sighs> anyway. Oh, there we go. Oh, that, that's cleared that up. That's cleared that up. I mean, I think we re- rain, rename this uh, Facebook, Twitter, and text Nigel a question time. Anyway, because first up, we've got a member, a listener from West Ham Till I Die. It's a good friend of mine. It's uh, Drew, uh, Barney McGrew. He said he'd like to ask if anyone's opinion has changed about Ngakia. It looks to him that we need to do everything to keep him. So, uh, I'd... I wouldn't say my opinion's changed. Not not yet, no. I, I, I didn't think he had a great game on Saturday. I don't know about anyone else. But but I think they targeted they, him. I think they, the, they went for did. him. They did. Go, definitely, they definitely targeted him. You're I right, mean, he, he's he's looked half decent, but he's not like well beater, is he? I mean, I'm, I wasn't no. particularly... wasn't gutted when he... The news came out that he probably wouldn't be signing his contract. If anything, I'd thought that was typical West Ham, isn't it? You know, not giving the boy the money that needed at this in this day and age to keep someone like him shows a bit of promise. And the same thing's going to happen with Declan Rice, but you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Oh uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, uh, for me, it did a bit actually because where before I was like, I don't want to know you, go away. Watching him, I thought he. he he played well enough to think, do you know what? He's played well enough for us to have a second think. But then I also thought he's probably played with us and had a look at the rest of the team and thought, actually, oh, yeah. I don't really want to be here. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'd mean, <laughs> like to go to Norwich boring, instead, though. Well, Norwich? Who says he wants to go to Norwich? You're saying his agent's touting him about. Who says he wants to go there? I've got it on. I got it from both sides that he was offered to Norwich. And and they rejected his demands. Is is why I'm reliably told. No, he he looks half decent. We've had it before, and we've said it before. I mean, how many players like that leave the club, and how many have become successful? Ray Allen, loads. <laughs> best we yeah. can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly, the one that got away. Game time, doesn't he? Who? Uh, 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 what Quinner gets time at Watford? Does he not? I don't he, know gets, he, gets... he gets substitute appearances. That's a vegan he... burger, isn't it? What's that? <laughs> but you know, he's, there's not many out there that you know. Glenn get... Johnson was he not a similar situation? Just come no, through. Okay, we, no, we got he money came through. through. We sold him. Oh, Frank right. Lampard did all right. Oh, but all of those, all of those, you, your Ferdinands and that, they were all established, weren't they? And they went off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. No, none of them. You know, you're looking at Stanislas, isn't you? And he, he had to go yeah. down to Bournemouth and come back up with him. Freddie Sears. Whatever happened to Freddie Sears? Play anyway, we digress. Play play Did you see Harry Redknapp on his Amers 11? No. No. Well, don't worry, because he didn't pick an 11. He just spent half hour talking. 
Um, but oh, anyway. really? Yeah. I'm helping out, Rusty. He looked a <laughs> bit a few disinterested. Contacts. He looked a bit disinterested, to be fair to me. And to be fair to Russ. Um, but anyway, so next up, we've got another West Ham till I die texter. It's uh, another good friend of mine. Oh, excuse me. It's uh, David Atzig. Or Waltzig, or however we want to pronounce it today. I, I thought he sent it to me. And he sent it to me as well. Oh, God. So, that's why I told you. I knew That's how I knew it, it was, all right? Interrupting. He said, uh, while it has happened recently with Sean Dyche, it's very rare for a relegated manager to stay at a club. If we go down, do you think Moyes will be retained, or do you think we should scrap heap him for good? I think they'll retain him. I do as well. I know they're retaining. It's it's a article we ran. Has he got uh, a, has he got a relegation wage drop in his contract? <laughs> we don't get they all have well a relegation wage drops in well, their contract. They'll definitely George. be keeping him, then, won't they? Yeah. No. They one way or another, David Moyes is staying, even if he loses every game. Yes. Dear, oh dear. There you go. That's encouraging, isn't it? There you go. Okay. Because he's cheap. All right. Next up. Budgie. It's another West Ham till I die fan. It's uh, Stevie Nichols. He says, do you lads think that having ex-female players as pundits on the Premier League has any material value? Oh, forget, Hold up. Forget <laughs> the PC and then and any want, gender or equality issues. Surely expert punditry on the Premier League can only come from ex-players or managers from that level. If it's about opinions, then open it up to celebs and fans as well, or reality TV stars, etc., as their opinion will carry as much weight in the uh, long run. I, I, agree. I, I, I agree with him. That's what I would say. Oh, but anyway, now there's, a, I think there's a few female presenters that are pretty good, but there's some that are really bad. And there's a like Alex, Alex Scott, is it? I think she comes across very well. Jackie Oakley, who friend of the podcast, Jackie Oakley. Yeah, yeah but I mean, she, yeah, I mean, she, she's a more of a presenter, isn't she? And I think, like, I think, like, you got that Gabby. Um, Logan, ever caller now, but Gabby, Yoroff, yeah. yeah. I mean, she she's pretty good. Uh, You're not a fan of Laura Woods, though, are you? Kelly DeGleish, she's good. Laura Woods, not particularly. You're not. I think Laura Woods is right. I'll just say, it's just yeah. There's it's the same as anything. I think if you're good enough, you should be there, but you shouldn't just be there just to tick a box. That's my opinion. What about you, Sean? Come on. Uh, look, I uh, days of quality and all this. It's it's what it is, you know. I, I I often turn off the commentary anyway. If there's an option of not having commentary and just having the sounds, um, I, I'd prefer not the commentary. Um, I don't care what yeah, race, creed, or sex they are. Pundits rather than commentators. Yeah. 
I haven't got a view, really. It doesn't annoy me that <laughs> I go, oh, this person's annoying. You are list to a T, I'll tell you. How can you no, not have not, a view? No, no. You, Laura Woods does not, not annoy me, and, and nor do any, whether it's a female pundit or a female presenter, whether it's male. But he specified ex-female it, players. And, I, and what he's saying is... Well, wasn't the woman who was talking, wasn't she ex... Um, uh, the the black woman that was commentate was she ex England and <gasps> what what was she um, Arsenal maybe what? Alex Alex Scott Scott yeah but what are you saying Sean is that her name she, she never played in the Premier League so how can she have an opinion on the Premier League oh, it's football isn't it was it I don't know, you've never played in the Premier League, George, but you've got a view, haven't you? (laughs) We've never played in the Premier League, even though Nigel thinks he's played in the Premier League. We're not being paid for it, are we? We're not up there in front of the people. We can have about 2p for an advert. Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) No, not by the time we pay what we pay to put it up. Yeah, true. We will, yeah, true. We've got a a little fun for our end-of-season party, whatever that may be. Reunion. But I get what he's saying because for me, some I like Alex Scott, and I think because she she seems to know what she's talking about. But there are a few of them. There's a scouse bird who does my editing, uh, and she was on Radio Five the other day, and I'm thinking she was just going through like the the, the there must be like a book of of quips and quotes cliches. that everybody cliches that everybody's getting, and, and she must have been flicking through the pages to uh, to random off. Because um, it it was that's not me, by the way. It's not me. Um, it's not me. My phone's not even in this room. So, you know, oh, there, there, there's there's more than and, and also how many men come like actually are pundits on the women's TV show? They don't turn around and get Dion Dublin, do they? The comment on yeah, the they women. Do. No, I think they literally do. I think it is oh, Dion they? Dublin that does it. Yeah. It's not women's Really? It's a West Ham yeah. podcast, and this is question times. Can we bring it back to yeah, questions? Uh, this is this is how we end up with two hour podcasts. This because, was a question, yeah, though. Question but someone takes asked a question. Minutes. All right. Well, anyway, I thought it was a valid question. So some of us think. Yes, Steve, that we'd think. And obviously, there's the one that doesn't. Yeah, at the end of the day, there's as many male commentators and pundits that drive me nuts as well, you know. Yeah. I, I, just, I just think, if, if you're good enough, you deserve to be there, no matter what you are, where you're from, or whatever. Right. Next up is Dodsey. He said, I won't do the accent because I don't want people from Cornwall writing in or yokels or every village idiot writing up like Dodsey and going, don't take the mickey out of my accent. Yeah, sorry, Nigel. I just, I just Googled it. Dion Dublin was part of the BBC team for the World <laughs> Women's World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Ching yeah, cheers, George. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all the names, of all the names, you could have just plucked out. As well, well, no, he does like Ohms under the air mask, so that's what I picked him. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can piss off. He's shit at that. I don't know why they get him doing Ohms under the air at the beef room. That's fuck all about as is. Anyway, he's, he's very, back in the room, Nigel. He's back in the room. He's not coming to homes in the hammer now. <laughs> sure, oh, he's a Yeah. Anyway, Richard Dodds, he says, all right, me handsomes, how you doing proper job? 
He says, uh, well, all that weight and we're as shite as ever. And as a fully fit, happy squad on Friday, he had five-plus injuries on match day. <laughs> he says, questions. He says, Sean, why would David Moyes, with five substitutes, substitute a right-back for a right-back when we're 1-0 down? Divering Dave at his best. Uh, Nigel, when your family came in, they had a fantastic shop on Oxford Street and they lived at the Savoy. Can you please, can you advise me where it all went wrong? That's, <laughs> that's my German family. It's a long story, mate, believe me, even too long for this. Uh, and with the above question in mind, five minutes ago on Saturday, you and Sean had four points on Super 6. You ended up with four. Where did it all go wrong? Sheffield Wednesday, mate, it went wrong. And who else got a late goal? It just the late goals flew in and screwed me over. He what said, did you end up with? Two, wasn't it, or four? Oh, I don't know. No. I'll give up, mate. No, I haven't give up, but I'll keep going. A game that you introduced me to, that you were the expert, you're now getting your whip. Well, your yeah, whip. this season, yeah, it's not too good. Even and if in, I win, you will give me the prize. You are not getting a prize. I've told you, <laughs> you're not having the prize. Anyway. He says, please, can we start a Just Giving page for Maid Marion? Is it when it comes to the £1.50 charge, you wouldn't let it lie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe true. the chauffeur can give him some management consultancy regarding money. Well, he's not got any <laughs> other businesses to consult with, has he, to be fair to the poor man? That'll keep him busy for an hour. Uh, Sean, can you update me why we all uploaded photographs and they have nowhere to be seen? Ah, now ah. I can update you on that. So, um, 3,600 make up the uh, 3,000 miles away. 3,600 photos make up the two mosaics in the Billy Bond stands. Uh, 1,800 in each mosaic. Um, The club this week, after the Spurs game, will release a blown-up picture so you can spot yourself. If you can't spot yourself, you can email... Uh, support with services to ask whether you're included. They were oversubscribed, so there was well over 3,600. They didn't use all of them, but they hope to use the excess. Did they use any inappropriate in images or anything? Well, I'm sure anything saying, I'm sure they got lots of GSB out and offensive that were screened out, George. Um, I haven't asked whether my photo uh, was used, but I did upload one. Um, I know Nigel uploaded one. I uploaded one for Huey as well. Um, but I'm well, it makes like a change for him to be there, doesn't it? So, um, I... <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's been, inv- he's been invited on the KUMB uh podcast, funny enough. So, uh, um, not you, we'll see. <laughs> no, they haven't invited me, they haven't invited me. No. Oh dear, oh dear. The one thing I'd say about that is it's typical West Ham. During the game, I don't know if you noticed, all you could see was just the sponsors' names. No, it's not just West Ham, though, to be fair. You couldn't I've spot, see. I've, I've looked at that across all the games. We were talking about it yesterday. I said they keep putting all these branding and these photos and stuff yeah. on the stands, pretending it's trying to create an atmosphere and keep the fans involved. But the most prominent bit of any of those banners is the sponsors' logos, and it's because they've paid money to get certain exposure, and they have to give it to them. Yeah, I two, think you're two right. I thought you know. were decent. Quickly, Norwich did a Justin Fashion one with the old rainbow on. I thought that was pretty good. You get two for the buck there, two for one, obviously. 
and um <laughs> and also, you, you, get, you know who was, don't you? Right, and then also, oh, right, you, you get, uh, I thought Everton were really good because they put club legends up. So they had Dixie Dean, Howard Kendall, um, uh, Duncan Ferguson and other legends that I, I, didn't, I didn't see. But well done to Everton because we, they did it right. We, we did a, a tribute to Dame Vera Lynn. Um, but at the start on the big screen, and then there was Hammers Heroes. People have been, you know, West Ham fans who've who've been heroes in the pandemic. Um, we were supposed to come out to Dame Vera Lynn's version of Bubbles, but it wasn't. And the Bubbles machines were. We got permission to use them, so I will have to ask DJ Russie why Vera Lynn's. Probably we didn't have the rights to Dame Vera Lynn's. No, probably they of didn't want to pay the rights. And they can play any song, Sean, as you know. Well, within Premier League restrictions, we know all about that crap as well. They control the songs. Um, Anyway. Anyway, we'll move on. Just the wall, just to say on the wall, the wall were 16 fans. um, I didn't see that one. From um, the Any Old Irons, from Blame, from the Disabled Supporters Club. Um, Whose fault was that? Bame. Oh, Bame. And oh, who else? Oh, and overseas, including the Scandinavian Hammers, who, who put a picture up and then deleted it today after oh. uh, Len sort of pointed out that, uh, that no, I'm not going to go there because it will just cause problems if I go down that street. Watch Len's video. Yeah. Moving on. He highlights the fact that there was a certain <coughs> people not put on the screen. But anyway, uh, Andrew Wall. Whose mum we wished happy birthday to. She was very happy. Uh, Brenda, say hello to Brenda. Everyone say hello to Brenda. She's not hello, Brenda. Brenda. She's one hello, of Brenda. our oldest listeners. She's very pleased. So Andrew then says, uh, he wanted to know who the media would blame for our shocking performance because normally they blame the fans for getting on the players' back. Without the fans, we couldn't scream and shout at Anderson jumping out of the way of tackles and no will get her an overrun by anyone. No pace in the side, no proper striker. He's, Antonio's not a proper striker. And he says, and Brady out. That's uh, Andrew Hall from Dawkins in Surrey, one of you boys. Oh, there you, there go. you go. Thanks, Andrew. There you go. So, the media blamed, a uh, portion blamed? The media never blame. I don't think the media, I think it's unfair to blame the media department. Who blames? The, media, the media department. department. Blame the media, the media. Department. media in general. Oh, media, media in general. media department. He said the media in general. Oh, oh media. Um, I mean, I'm happy to blame the media department if you want, like Ben and Tara. I mean, you know, <laughs> come on, fan. what are you doing out there? You know, <laughs> they're working really hard. Oh, everybody's working really hard. We're having a lot of meetings. Well, they need to show a bit more passion and a bit more energy on the pitch. You sound like they work with the government. Deal, oh deal. I wonder nothing um, done. I don't know. Moyes has got to take some blame. I, I did. Uh, I did a points per game table um and Moyes do you know what Moyes is on on his second stint 27 percent in it Z- 0.85 points per game oh, well. it ain't good lost eight um one three but you um, know hold up hold up hold up ship. one three 
Have you thrown the Gillingham game in there then? Yeah, I probably have. Actually. You have. Yeah, he's I've, only I've won thrown two. all uh, cup games in there. Yeah, all right. He's only won two, so it's even less. Yeah. You don't get three points anyway, for beating Gillingham in the cup, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <sighs> we'd would still struggle to stay up. Darren Milan, it's Dazzler. He said, "What a pile that was." He said, first half felt like the first round of the World Cup group game." Cautious, even more cautious, and he struggled to keep his eyes open. Must have been on the night shift. Second half, wishing the season hadn't resumed and West Ham were now safe with the average points calculation. Sean, any luck finding season five, episode four of our away victory at Liverpool? (laughs) (laughs) He did ask me about that. The lost tapes. The lost tapes. I I don't know if you remember, um, George, but... We when we used to be with um, Podbean, sometimes we didn't have enough allowance, so we had to delete an episode yeah, of yeah. the well, catalogue to upload for a month. When I made the move for us to Acast, they asked questions about missing episodes, and I was like, um, yeah, we don't have them anymore. <laughs> I don't think we've yeah. got copies of them. I haven't got copies of them. Oh, it's gone. No, I, I've i looked for them. I've looked on laptops and everything. So I'm afraid they have been lost. Those those episodes have been lost. What a great episode that would have been. We'll try and recreate them. Well, like, the you know, our first away win at Liverpool since 1963, and, and you delete the episode. I know. <sighs> Shocking. Dear I like how me. people are still listening back there. That's, he does. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I've been going through the back catalogue, mate. Don't worry about that. He, People are still listening to uh, your mate, um, Reese. Reese, Reese, there was a good Reece, few. There's a few there where we, we we went away at Portsmouth and stuff that were just yeah. complete drunken babble. Yeah, Reese Jones, who supports Reece Chelsea and used to play for AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, playoff final. The playoff yeah, final, playoff final, and we were just really drunk and we were just all like crying. Yeah. Crying down the microphone. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done an outside broadcast. Anyway, you see, well, we ain't been anywhere recently to be fair to do one. <laughs> and, and only two of us will be there, Sean, to be fair. So we'll have to get them over at the start of the season. You're going to have to come to a game. I don't care. You're moaning or whatever. They're coming. <laughs> All right. Guys, right. thanks for keeping the podcast going. And he's a fan of the two-hour-plus episodes. <laughs> Not, you don't say say that next week. Uh, Jazz Winder, Apple, uh, super jazzy Jazz, says, we deserve to go down into the crucial second half of the season, playing with only one forward the manager's willing to play. He can't see us getting a... He's happy. He can't get us to see us getting a single point without Allah. As you can only hold off a team for a limited time without a focal player up front to hold the ball up and score. And you put some like grammar in there, Jazz. Come on, mate. You're like a, supposed to be some, I don't know what you do, actually. I think you work with numbers. I have accepted we're going down. Well, we're not going down. Keep the faith, son. It's Moyles. Moyles he's, he's blaming. It's not Moyes' fault. And he's been made a scapegoat. All the people gunning him can't give me a name of a single manager who would accept the job under the current setup. Can't keep changing managers with the old infrastructure of the club is a mess and the owners deserve relegation. <whistles> I will renew my free season tickets no matter what division we in he finishes with. And then Michael Levy, Jr., uh, who's got an update about Tenerife for John that was asking last week. So stay tuned, John. Uh, hey. um, it basically says, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> so, Roger Markham. Firstly, lads, he says, thanks for keeping the podcast going through lockdown. Great entertainment and the longer the better. Desperate times caught with desperate measures and he can't see Miles keeping us up. Any ideas who would or could mentioning no names? Cheers. Got any ideas quickly? Throw, throw us a manager's name, if not more. Well, people did want Eddie Howe, but Eddie Howe looks, you know, Bournemouth look worse than us at the moment. So be careful what you wish for. Sam Allardyce teams don't go down, by the way, Nigel. No, you're all right. I can't think of anyone out there yeah. who could come in and sort of turn this around. That really. would come to us. Yeah, who would want to? Yeah, Isn't um, Joe? I'd go and get the Spurs going to. Yeah, is Potticino going to Newcastle? Allegedly. Well, only if they have well, their takeover. Right? Yeah, that's all being held up, isn't it? Because apparently the, the Saudi Arabians are pirating, you know, all the football games through their dodgy websites, and and um, and the, the, a lot of the Premier League clubs say that Saudi Arabia's got yeah. to sort that out first yeah. before we let if them. If you're not a Nigel, if you're not part of the uh, solution, you're part of the problem. Yeah, well, we've known that for ages, anyway. <laughs> uh, Auntie Penn. She says, well, we're at the start. At the beginning, I'm generally fine, but here we go. But we haven't got all night, she says. I'd like to think we could pick it up next game and put a bit of passion into play. If we lose, we do, but at least they should give it their all and look like they want to play, which they didn't. You know, we'll all agree with that, you know. We do. Paul Nolan. I'm running through them, people. (laughs) Sean's desperate to watch the Man City-Burnley game for some reason. Uh, Paul Nolan, evening, gents. It's the show to rear. Beep, beep. He's actually put that in, by the way, we think, yeah. Firstly, he says, the game on Saturday was so poor, not even playing players in right positions, basic stuff. He said, I see Marion had asked if I can do the job till the end of the season. Well, I think he means me, as I'm not working happy to business consult. It's like an advert for him, isn't it? Someone, please, go and contact Paul Nolan. Because the man is desperate for your business that he will consult you on. Uh, have you asked him about expanding your pie and bash business, Nigel? No, you're right. Thanks. Franchising it worldwide. Not that I'm dissing Paul or his, inf- you know, the business thing, but pie and mash. Ask him about franchising. I, I think you're missing a trick. You know, sending pie and mash to uh, Japan or something. The only franchising I know is franchising McAvenny. But anyway, he says a couple of other quick questions. He says, Sean, do we get a link for Sky TV or Now TV for every own game? No, we don't. You only no. get two. I'll answer that. Well, well, actually, let me tell you into secret, only for these eight listeners. <sighs> yeah. If you ask for some extra passes to support the services nicely, you might get some more. Shh. Don't pass it on. All right. We won't mention that then. So just don't mention that if you are support the services nicely, don't go on there and go, oi, Brady out and give me some vouchers because I don't think they'll do it. So be a bit nice, get the vouchers, then email him back and go, thanks for that, Brady out. Anyway, questions for you all. Are we going to get stuff tomorrow at the Spuds? Yep. yep. Probably. I think we all agree on that. Uh, are we going down? Yep. Oh, I'm wavering. I don't like to waver. Um, no, I'm still going to. Not be since you stopped hairdressing, no. anyway. But uh, 
and he's already started looking. Oh, I've got a bit of a dodgy cut today. <laughs> Just today. <laughs> Even more dodgy haircut. Why, why, why was that? You, do you know how somebody ain't got the same bowl? <laughs> um, <laughs> nice one. I've got jaggy edges, uh, uh, jackety edges, yeah. She made a pudding yeah. at the weekend. It's still not finished. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, do you not think Netflix should have had a docudrama on us? Would have been far more entertaining than the Sunderland one. Uh, as always, come on, your islands. This vehicle is reversing. Pierce, does anyone now speak German as he needs to translate to my St. Pauli newsletter? Uh, well, I've got a friend that speaks German because he is German, Paul. So you want to email it to me or text it to me, I'll text it over to him and I'll get him to do it. <sighs> West Ham till I die. Can you imagine that on Netflix? That would be great, wouldn't it? It, get it the, would be great. It? We'd find out Karen we Brady really only works two days a week. Oh, she doesn't. No. She, she works four. Yeah. Yeah. But she does three hours See, a day. You lot use a lot how sausages are made, but imagine if everybody knew how sausages were made. Two days from home, probably. Yeah. Mm. Who's home? Well, all days from home at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Super Stel, Sandy Army, Stelios Kiriakukukuku, the favourite Greek man, I should say, obviously, I don't want to dis- He's Cypriot. Uh, Belinda. Cypriot Greek, mate, they're all the same. Uh, <laughs> well, we, he, he said, we did indeed have a game to talk about, and which is highlighted the fact that I haven't asked a question, I'm not going back up to ask, I've forgotten what I put. Uh, did it surprise any of you to see how limp we were in attack and how feeble we were in defence? Oh, right, he's talking about uh, the football, not the screens. Right, Uh, what did you think of Declan's performance in defence? And if he stays there, does this take away our ability to perform in midfield? He did all right, and yeah. Decent, um, and yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we've got got a problem with Declan because he's our best centre-half. Unfortunately, he's also... Dale, our... ask more interesting questions. Don't state the bloody obvious, he's the best, right? He's our best central midfielder as well. Uh, he says, uh, Moyes has reverted to type in trying to contain teams that are technically better than us, but having done so for 70-odd minutes, he took his eye off the ball by not reacting quick enough to combat the introduction of Chiore. Does this show just our poor decision-maker, Divering Davies? Yes. Yes. Uh by the way, he says, I called it, didn't I? Five subs available. He makes one, barely makes two more when it's too late. I knew he wouldn't use all fives. Now, Sean earlier said about, thinks Moyes was possibly the only one of five. Mourinho only made two. Sheffield United only made three. Loads of teams, I think. Uh, Bournemouth Palace only used three each. So, Divering Dave's not alone. Nick Stanley, he says, not a great result considering everybody else's results, but if the crowds were to be allowed back at the London Stadium in a reduced capacity, I think preference to those fans that live closest to the ground should be given as means of reducing travel. What are your thoughts? Bloody damn fine idea, Nick. That's what I think. No, I think it should be based on, um, on uh, you know, what the R number is in the area you're travelling from. But what if the R numbers are in Stratford? Then you won't be allowed in. Yeah, well done. Nailed that, Sean. 
Nick Harvey, evening, gents. Football was back, which means Brady out. On the pitch, normal services resumed with a woeful performance. <laughs> Wolves were the better team, but as I expected, we looked anything but a team. 14 weeks off, yet we still couldn't feel their strongest of 11. How very West Ham. Wolves were going to pack midfield, while the majority of our midfield went missing. Uh, the players didn't look for it or up for it, and tactically, Nuno Espirito Santo got the better on Moyes, but then again, don't everyone, to be fair. Uh, Sean, what's the story about the new kit promo? Why did it get cancelled? <laughs> Who asked that? Um, Nick Harvey. How would... Oh, no, uh... Some, some, uh, some problem. I, uh, move on. Knowing air, like the <laughs> photographer got, you know, got, got. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Move on. All right. Move on. Move on. <laughs> and Dave can join Brady on the way out. Next up, <laughs> it's uh, Lord Leonard of Canning Town, whose T-shirt I am wearing today. Uh, he says, can Nigel ask Sean if he knows how the choices of people in the video more were made? And was there any specific criteria to this selection, or was it just random? He loves the podcast, Len. He puts his name at the end. Even <laughs> so, though we know his so name, funny. it says it there. I wrote a story saying that the club had handpicked the 16 people to go on the fan wall, and the executive director of marketing communication and operations wrote to me and said hand-picked and i said what would you call it and she said they weren't hand-picked and i said well sound like to me i understand it was given to each organization so well, the I didn't see anyone from Amers United or Wissett there to be right. fair Sean. so so it was given to pride of irons um, LBG community, any old irons which are the over 65s, blame the black Asian, and I forget what the, it stands for, and I should remember. <laughs> Multi ethnic, um, isn't it? <laughs> I, I can't remember what the um, letter stands for. It was given <laughs> then to the Disabled Supporters Association, and then a number of associations for overseas hammers. Oh, and the Junior Official Supporters Board. Now, what I'm told is it's not handpicked because each of those organisations decided on someone within their group themselves to put forward for that. So it was given to a number of organisations for diversity and equality, and those organisations chose who would represent them. And uh, different people for the rest of the season over the, the five games, different people from those organisations will represent West Ham. So there you go. So there's Fantastic. no just, no just sort of average fan representation. It's all... Well, if you're, over, if you're Scandinavian, um, no, 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 you're right. There's, uh, there's no sort but, of right, just general... It, it's going to be... Those uh, well, that's a bit, minorities that's a bit, picked for ev- well, every game, is it? Or are they going to spread a, it out? No, it's going to go to those organisations across the five across games. Across the whole, whole of the last games, yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And Skadin Amers went for a wee, didn't it? When he was like, when they showed him live, didn't it? 
they when the uh it didn't <laughs> i didn't see it on the tv but i saw a picture that len and, and everyone looked miserable um but yeah and they were going put the ball in the goal shoot the ball at the goal hoody hoot that's, that's how the old scandinavian name was Look, called. I, some people have had competition some have had ballots i guess they were concerned that um it would be hijacked by the Hamish United or in. Just say it. We're run GSB. by like, people that think they're like the BBC. And they let, let me tell you. Tick boxes. Tick, 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 tick. Blimey. Let me tell you one last thing about this. They didn't want any well-known people on it. So they didn't want you. people that were recognised, which is why I didn't get on it. Well, but, you was in um, the ground. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> they didn't want people. Um that you could recognise, they wanted. Um, they wanted. Some they wanted. Of con- they wanted control of it. They didn't want anyone there in a GSB t-shirt, did they? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Or, that's what, that's their, what they've done. Or with their willy out. Yeah, exactly. They've took my idea. Or, or with a dildo on the right. side of the table. They took my yeah, exactly. idea and totally ruined it. Thanks a lot. It was your idea, Zoomgate. Yeah, yeah. Luke Ed. Um, I don't know if that is like, oh, we've done that. Really, he says, oh, sorry, really nice to see the long layoff has had no impact on West Ham's form. Uh, They were just as soft, passive and non-threatening as they were before the break. Uh, It really did me good to have some return of normalcy. Watching West Ham could be tired at half-time, then give up a goal midway through the second half and then collapse. It's like they've never been away. Oh, excuse me. Chrissy Williams. Evening, gentlemen. First question, brackets, not for Sean. Is Suchek pronounced Suchek or Sochek? What did you make of Moy's comments after the game that he had very few options up front? Or I should say Salchek, I think. What's S O W? How'd you pronounce that? Sal. I think it is. I used to say Suchek, but I think it is Salchek now. Well, there's two ways of looking at it quickly. Is that Susie Sue was spelt with like S O U, wasn't she, John? Yeah, Susie Sue, yeah. and the Sioux Nation is S O U, but then Sour Sweets are spelled S O U R as well. So it's sort of one of them English words that throw you up in the air. Bloody English! Oh, oh no. Uh, what did you make of Moyes' comments after? The, oh, I haven't seen what Moyes has said after the game that he had few options up front. Haller was the only forward injured, so that means he must be our only option. Well, no, we got that a jetty bloke. Um, we could untie the boat and let him. He, he did his normal, you know, it was a tough game. They were tough opponents, you know, normal excuses. All right. <laughs> Next up, it's uh, <laughs> Lundudno's favourite son. It's uh, Miriam Williams. I hope he's, he's let go the whole booking fee thing. Yeah, I hope so. I've just looked at it. He ain't. <laughs> I'll have to send him that tweet I've done and see if he can read it. Uh, question for you all. If we continue to perform better as we have, do you think Nolan would do a better job than Moyes until the end of the season? Good question. Quickly, Nolan, yes or no? Sack Moyes, put Nolan no. in charge. No. John? No. No. Sorry, George? No. No. All right. Well, I would, actually. I'd fancy it. He did a while at Orient. Uh, question for John. He says, after the abysmal performance of Saturday, do you think our season will already be over before the visit of Villa? Yes. Ooh. 
question for me. He said, I was surprised at the age of 83 that David Gold was at the rented stadium on Saturdays. I thought he would be isolating. Was there any other surprise guests who may have a special relationship that you know of <laughs> that was at the game? Um, no, not really. I suppose Russ, the DJ, was there, but who was he DJing to? I do not know. I thought David Gold, the way he had his mask, he had an hernia in his chin, and he was trying to hold the hernia in. Um, still. Uh, question for Sean from Merion. Who seems to have the same definition of clarity as the double Ds? Do the club pay a fee to employ Ticketmaster, or is that a partnership fee paid by us, the supporters, in the booking fee, and the 10% levied via Ticket Trader? Sean. I don't understand the question. What he's saying is, do we pay... um, do, Do the club pay Ticketmaster to have a relationship with him? Do Ticketmaster pay West Ham to have a relationship with him? Or is it the fans that pay Ticketmaster so West Ham can have a relationship with him? <laughs> so when when West Ham... So uh, traditionally, when you did a deal, Ticketmaster would say, right, if you want to use our software, which we developed, you have to pay 100000 Nowadays, and this is a common model, they say it's transactional-based, and they take a percentage. So Ticketmaster offer their services for three of doing all the software and everything else and the ticketing and using the software for West Ham, but they take a transaction fee. And that's a common model for a lot of things in ticketing. So the same with concerts, etc. So, so now, a lot of people... Fee, yeah? So, yeah. So a lot of people decide to pass that on as a booking fee so it doesn't hit their margin. Some people swallow that booking fee. West Ham decide to pass that booking fee on. But just to be clear, our contract is with West Ham United and not with Ticketmaster. And West Ham deciding to put uh, um, to pass on the booking fee to the customers. There you go. I think that answered my question perfectly. Uh, normally, George, if you're there, the, every week, Marion asks you a question. And normally, we pass it on to whoever's here. Uh, as it's you, he says, statement for George, your supper's ready. And I don't know if that means... It is. Off. No, it yeah. actually is. Yeah, it's right. uh, Ian Gravitt says, uh, hello again, it lads. Hour, hour and 20 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, we're cracking on. I'm, I'm bashing <laughs> through them. It's because he takes 10 minutes to answer a word when they says go yes or no. Hello again, lads. Why are we so shocking? Because we're shitty. As it goes... Looking like Alarog Bonner and Snoddy could be missing once again for the Spurts game. If we are going down as the players have no fight, no desire or any fault. The Wolves game was shit show, embarrassing. Anderson can't even keep the ball anymore. And judging the fact we're allowed five subs now, why wasn't Silver given a run out? At least he'd try. Oh, take a breath. Creswell was nowhere to be seen when Troy danced through. He was. He was on the artway line. Uh, Rice was having to do his job as well. He thought it was a disgusting performance. Oh, Fenner's Fenton, how you doing, mate? Wouldn't we love to be back at the bowling and not just turn around and say hello to you, mate? Evening, guys. Hope you're all well. Thanks for keeping me sane-ish during the podcast. Uh, sorry, during lockdown. Footy returns at last. Weren't we terrible? Only positive, he says, was Rice showing it could play anywhere and seeing Sir Trev in the crowd wearing his mask on one ear. Uh, we had no attacking plan at all. He thought Mize might have thought of something to try over the past three months. He missed Snoddy. 
Uh, there was a shot of Anderson at one stage, and we all said, wow, he looks soulless. He looked like he couldn't give anything about being out there. I'm not going to swear. Uh, then he's replaced by Lanzini, who used to be good in 2015. He says, Moyes doesn't have a clue, however good or not. The general threads of Jetty are is demoralised and further by starting, which is a good point, actually, by putting in a midfielder in their place. So basically, by what message does that send to the backups? Mm, you're not good enough so I'm going to play someone who doesn't play your position. Yeah. Oh, he could yeah. be right. I'm glad you didn't swear because I had to bleep out your joke last week. Yeah, I thought People you was a bit there. People did ask me and go, what was it, the text thing? And I said that. And they told me we bleeped the whole lot out. You only had to bleep one word out. You bleeped the whole punchline out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, oh dear. He He's said, never uh, been good with comedy, Nigel. No. Uh, or, or, or editing. Or music songs. Uh, for a few minutes in the first half, Jeremy was our playmaker. Couldn't pass wind. I wouldn't have him anywhere near the squad unless he signs. At least Big Sam, I don't go down that road, Finn. We'll fall yeah, out. come on. Would have put big square things in square holes and had a plan. Uh, he says it was obvious that Adama would rip an hole when he came on, and he did. Chris looks shot, never shuts the crosses out on a good day. Was master pl- Moise's master plan nine nil-nil draws to keep us up? Not the West Ham spirit or passion that we all crave. It's a disgrace. And he thinks we'll beat Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Crosland, no, Scotty Crosland <laughs> says, I find it bloody, I listen, I didn't put it on till quarter past four, so when I left work, so he finds it bloody annoying, really, when we played Southampton, they were rich in form, we were cracked, but we were done and free nil. he came out of the stadium buzzing, looking forward to taking on the caneless and sunless Spurs, now we're super shite and look like we're going down, he hopes Chip Smith rumours have some truth to him. Sean, he says. Not true. And also, when's Oliver's pie mash going to start delivering to South End? Um, you can always do collections, Scott. That's, that's what I'll say. Talk to the business consultant. Yeah. He'll tell you how to expand your business. <laughs> Go global. Go global. <laughs> yes, thank you, Del Boy. Uh, it's the Greek goddess herself, Belinda uh, she says, oh, even in peeps. Uh, well, that was a shit show. She was so looking forward to it. Basically, she's got ticks for Rice and Gakia, Suchek, Bowen, and maybe Fournels. Suchek. And forget the rest. I didn't think Fournels was that good. And uh, what, uh, what was that shot? I could have done that, banging it into the bleeding top so tier behind like the yeah, he, but yeah, did you see him? He weren't happy, uh, was he? We're Man United, <laughs> dear, oh dear. It was fantastic. It was the best Brilliant, thing about the football it? coming back, was that. Yeah, Roy Keane, he, 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 even, um, what's his name, didn't know what to say, did he? Evra. He played yeah, for us, Evra, yeah. Uh, we're funny. fighting for our place. This is Bell again. And it was pants. Pants, she said, pants. She says, Spurs are average at the moment, and I fear we'll lose to that game as well. We play the same shit again every time. Predictable rubbish. She says she's so... But she loves the show, but hates the games. And it's four kisses for all four of us, one each. There you go, boys. Thanks. There you go. Uh, 
David Jones, Ziggy Stardust, same old West Ham, back to lacklustre, our fast performance, no real surprise to his result. Question, if the Tripsmith rumours are true and the Dildo brothers are on their way, will the Baroness still be on the payroll? And did she sneak shawl into the ground under her fur coat? One, he wishes he would get under that fur coat. Two, no, she didn't. Three, they're not buying us. So, four, if someone buys us, we will grab the pitchforks and push her out the door, but she'll go with him. <sighs> Gary Arker, thanks for doing the podcast. Keeps us in touch with West Ham. Well, <laughs> maybe not. The Wolves game showed him the players either were playing for it or for the club, and he thinks we're doomed. It'd be a disaster if we go down. He's fed up with the results since moving here. He's got an away season ticket old. Uh, he's an away season ticket old, and we look forward to playing in championship grounds and sides. We may actually win a few games. The problem with going in the championship and winning a lot of games is you get promoted back into the Premier League and you're back where you was. He thinks we need to get rid of a lot of players and get players like Snoddy that want to play for us. He went, but that's my opinion anyway. Thanks for your opinion, Gary, because that's what you're here for, mate. It's Sean's mate, Gary Prince. You still here, Sean? I'm still here. Just looking where you are in the Super 6. Yeah, don't need to worry. I think I've made the top 50 at last. Uh, Evening, gents. 49. There you go. Seven defeats in our last nine matches. Zero away points since Moore's returned last year. Do you have any hope we can turn it around? Uh, No. If not, do you think we'll struggle in the championship if he stays as manager, considering he's statistically our worst manager ever and all the half-decent players will leave? No. Uh, John Hunt says, Thanks for the podcast during lockdown, boys, but a good companion on my walks. A lot of people are doing that. They must be having some bloody long walks, I tell you. Uh, His question is, Mm, is David Moyes the most incompetent manager we've ever had? I uh, don't think so. Avram Grant. I think Avram Grant is up there. Really? Do you know yeah, what? I I'll think... tell you what. Avram gave us some great cup days out, mate. Yeah, but he was pretty bad. And I think David Moyes he's, has proven that he, he's not incompetent over his career. I just think he's not very good. Oh. Um, I'm trying to look who else got a really bad... Well, you got Ronnie Oh, fuck. Ronnie Boyce was awful as a caretaker manager. Yeah, yeah. what was the one game he had then, Sean? Come on in. It was the one game and he Yeah, he what drew game? It. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Oh, right. Well, how do you know it was terrible? We could have been unlucky. Kevin Keane was awful. I mean, he had one game and he lost it in 2011. Did he? Do you know he's had two? Yeah. He's had two cracks at it. He's had two things. He lost both of them. Yeah. He's awful. Oh, terrible. Um, <laughs> Question for Sean. Oh, sorry. Alan Wood, John Hunt, he says, thanks for the podcast, Lockdown Boys. Alan Woodhouse, afternoon. He wants to know, Sean, how you're getting on with separating your Twitter accounts. You're still working <laughs> on it, Sean. Still working on it. Still working, still working on, it. on it. And I've had to delete a few emails that are tweeting out about this stupid uh, Trip Smith story. Um, and then delete stupid ones about transfers. I just haven't had the time. There you go. But I'm working on it. Uh, do we think Jack Wilshere should have a role in the remaining matches? Yes. They say, uh, yeah, but he's, they say he's not fit. So David Moyes said to say he's not ready yet. So <laughs> he's been training. He has not missed a minute training since we've come back, but he's still not fit, according to David Moyes today. Perhaps, and um, got enough minutes. Perhaps we could, uh, perhaps we're saving him for the easier games. Uh, Ian well, White, maybe. 
Yeah, maybe. Ian Wiley. Uh, I don't know if he's the uh, Ian Wiley. He says, I want Pete Wiley. When he in the... Um, when he a singer? Mighty Wild. Mighty Wild. Thank you very much. I knew it was. I do know my some of my. Anyway, I don't know if you're Pete's brother, Ian, but I think he was a scasser. Hi all again. He says, "Keep up the good work. You lot are performing better than the team." What a shower of shite that was. Well, it's not hard to be fair, is it? Uh, what a shower of shite that was on Saturday, apart from Suchek, Bow and Rice, who all at least showed a bit of effort. Not really one for the podcast, as you can't show picks, but I want to ask Nigel, what are we thinking when we really need all hands on deck, so to speak, when we let Robert Snodcast go on loan to B&Q? See picture attached. Oh, yeah, B&Q. Look, copy. Uh, riveting the images. Oh, uh, let's yeah. if this works. It doesn't really work on podcasts. No, it don't, does it? I could tell you're being cute joke. <coughs> there you go. Right. So he then said, You're being cute joke. Surely he'd be better on the pitch, not at being cute, and would show a bit more effort than Anderson. He says, I say, let's cancel his being cute loan. ASAP. And let's hope we win this midweek um, against uh, against Spuds because we need something to cheer us on. But if not, perhaps it could do me a discount because I need a bit of decking. Can I can I tell my being joke being Q joke now? Go on then. I rang Burning Q the other day and asked them how long the queue, how big the queue was, not how long, how big the queue was, and they said it's the same size as the B. The long would work as well though. It's all about about time. That's a cracker, isn't it? (laughs) It is. And last up, it's our friend, Michael Levy Jr., son of Michael Levy. Hi, all he says. It's disappointing. This is why I fear we'll only get four points from the first five fixtures. Blimey, Mike, you're over-optimistic. Square pegs in round holes again, isn't it? When I watch the way other teams play at any level, it seems like a different game entirely than what West Ham serve up. Let's face it, we aren't one of the premier teams in England and we don't deserve to be in the top tier. He's gone Wimbledon, Oxford and almost Shrewsbury among others showed us that. Do you think it's in time to address the mentality? He says, sports psychologist or even hypnosis? He says, especially for Anderson. Possibly. I think yeah, there's I think there's a psychology of the club that really needs working on. And I think yeah, there's managers, of, players, yeah. everyone changes, but the football's the same. Yeah. What why? On a lighter note though, John, rest yeah. assured he's holiday in Tenerife will be fine. Today marks the official end of lockdown and the end of state of alarm. Bars and restaurants are opening all up and back to normal by next month. Woo-hoo. He says oh, the only thing you, is Night bars have certain restrictions at the moment, and he makes a living singing in a Sower Motown venue, so he can't work until we have all the tourists. Oh, maybe back. You can do us a new theme tune. Maybe you can go out, and go out and meet him, John. When you well, go hold out. up a minute, because he says, "Feel free to message me, John, and I'll give you okay. any info you need, and he'll buy you a beer when you're over." And he says, "This is all right. This is in a restaurant." He's put a picture up. He looks really. He looks like he looks like a proper soul singer and all. I reckon he, he, he can belt out a track. I do love a bit of the old Motown, Mike, I must admit. As I write this, he's in a restaurant, he's over in a cold beer and a Canarian chicken. Oh, nice. right. A Canarian chicken. Oh, oh, if we get out there, I will Is send that, you a message. Does that Canarian chicken go cheap? Does it? Cheap, cheap. 
City scored. A jetty scored. City. Oh, what, City. No, what minute are you on, Sean? Twenty-two. Oh, well, you're twelve. Well, they played 15 thirty-seven. Minutes, Fifteen minutes behind the actual. And thus ended Facebook, Twitter, and Nigel's text question sign. There's, there's nothing on on Twitter, by the way. I've just checked, but I will tell you um, on on Super Six, you're 125 points behind me. I'm in second. Uh, funny, to... Sean. Now you're really interested in Super and Six at the moment. Well, he was the one who started this whole Super Six. Um, our friend Keith is now fourth on four two three. Tim Sharman is third on four two eight. I'm second on four three five, and Keith Fowler is still first on four three seven. There you go. Predictions quickly, John. Uh, two two nil. predictions, by the way. Um, Spurs nil. and Chelsea. Chelsea no. four nil. Chelsea. No, no, just do Spurs. Chelsea's not Why? Saturday. What day is it? It's Tuesday or Wednesday. We ain't got oh, a game Saturday because right, okay. I think they're playing FA Cup. All right. Okay, all right. Just Spurs. 2-0 two, two Spurs. Uh, George? 3-0 Spurs. Nigel? Lewis and Trout, the answer to your question is no, Chip Smith's not buying us. And I think it will be one all. And I'm going to go for a 1-0 win. There you go, because I still believe we beat them uh, last year at Spurs. And I was there. I was supposed to be there again in the Players' Lounge, but I'm not. But I think Antonio Do you know will what? Score Was you there last year, Sean? I was. Was yeah. you in the Players' Lounge? I was in the Players' Box, the Spurs' yeah. Players' Box. Didn't you meet Pat Jennings? I did, yeah. Did I've still got a forget Pat here. Jennings Nigel. autograph Pat Jennings. to Nigel. I've got it. I've got it here. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, I've been Sean. Nigel has been... Oh, I'm worn out. George has been... Listening. And John has been... As George says, listen to Sean. <laughs> That's all. Bobby Moore. Come on, you iron. just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 